Yeah, what's up? It's I'm kicking it with mine, y'all you know. Just slam to that kicking right there. Here we go. Well, oh, we'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Bonnet, your host. We each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. We got a big feedback in there on that line. Yes. Yeah, yeah we got it. We got, we'll get it straight here. Yeah. I mean, it's burning my ear up. The feedback is something. It's a sound in there. I'm sure they can hear it over their phones and over the radio and everything. When I get that out, I want things to run smooth. Yes. 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 We age every Saturday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. So much going on. So many things that are happening. I still see Fort Worth. Dragging their feet with the setting a trial for our Tatiana Jefferson. They do not want to try this policeman. Just because some lawyer is asking for a stay, you don't have to give it. No. You're giving them stay after stay after stay after stay and everything. Had she killed him, it wouldn't all these stays wouldn't been there. So it's time to try him and then fry him. It's time to get him. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. See, he's already known his guilt. There ain't no problem about that. But he's walked around free ever since he murdered that young lady, and uh, nothing is being done. I see a few people that sometimes they show on TV in his family, in his family. And uh, a few people that are not uh, a part of any group other than the family. And maybe a few friends, I don't know. But I, I thank them for showing up. Show up. Let them know somebody's concerned and cognitive, cognizant of what's going on. What's going on in footwork? What's going on? Should be down in mass numbers. I mean mass numbers. And they're just letting this go by. Why is it we don't want to get involved in anything until it hit us personally? If anyone hit anybody in our race, our whole race ought to raise up. It's the only way we'll ever be free. Hello? When they find out, you you mistreat one. We feel like you've mistreated us all. This is how our race will become free. But you sure haven't learned that in Fort Worth. You haven't learned that over in Fort Worth. It's sad. Your, your, your so-called civil rights leaders, your ministers, your pastors, uh, those other leaders, business community, should be, all should be outraged over what's going on. You gotta call them out. You in Fort Worth, you listen, call me. Tell me who your leaders are. Who are your leaders? Why aren't they out there on this case? This one 
You should be. Young woman, she's, I'm told she's a college graduate, which but all this don't really matter. She's a human being and was killed over some careless stuff that a policeman was doing because he felt like it was in the back of community. He's just doing anything he want to do. Just shoot. He didn't care who he hit. He knew the person that he hit would be black. And we're going to allow this just to go on in, our, in the community? Come on. Come on, people. Rise up in your community and start marching. Demand results. Demand that the judge and everyone else concerned say it's trial time. Give him a fair trial, but don't give him a usual police trial. What, just let him go. He's been free the whole time. So let's get on it. Let's get on it. Let's get on it. Also this morning, we just like to remind you of something, something so just something that's fine. Built in the African American community, it's a clinic. Dr. Drelvis Edwards. 4498 South Marcellus. There in that shopping center right there in Marcellus and Ann Arbor. And Dr. Ebbers says it's right behind Catfish Floyd. <laughs> it's there. Boy, but it's nice. Everything has been refurbished and it is beautiful. But best of all, good medical care is being rendered great medical care. Someone who's in our community, who looks like you, who cares about you. So, go there. Marcellus. Yes. On 4498 Marcellus. Right there at Ann Arbor. Go there. There. Just go there. Um, every morning, be there early. I'll come in the middle of the day. They open. They open, they open seven days a week. You having some problems? Go over there today. Tomorrow, they open seven days a week. They are open. Well, and then there are things we need to talk about. Well, what about, I, I can't help but be, I'm bewildered. I voted for a Democratic president. He's done some good things. But I'm still angry. I'm very angry over the way he treated the Haitian people who wanted to come to America. I'm very angry. He sent 747s behind 747s to load these people up and send them back to Haiti. But now he's inviting all these people. I guess they're coming from Central America. Coming across the Rio Grande River. 
crossing that river, and then they can apply for citizenship. Ain't nobody stupid. We know as soon as they get across that river, they're not, they may apply, but they're going to take their time trying to get that thing built out. Why is it you, what is it? Why is it they hate the Haitians so? What's going on? What's going on? Why? Why everybody is welcome in America? Except black people. Everybody's welcome to come here. Anybody in, they're just letting them in. But don't want any more black people in America. Tell me why. Black people, why are we sitting by and just let this happen? We built this country. We built it. Made it what it is today. Greatest nation on earth. We built it. We built it through our, our mind, our sweat, and everything. Not just our, with our on our backs, but with our brains. Laid out cities like Chicago, founded Chicago. Laid out the plans and, and carried them through for Washington, D.C. Built great farms, great ranches, everything. Planted the grounds where others couldn't do it. They even tried to make others slaves, but they were they couldn't work in that hot sun all day long. They died. Tried to make the Indians slaves. Tried to make the Mexicans slaves. They would die. They died themselves trying to work in the sun. From out white man. From candy cane. He was getting cancer, even yeah, back then. Skin cancer. But the only person that could really do what it took to build a nation, to plant the cotton, the tobacco, and the other great crops that made this nation great. See about the farm animals. The only people that could do it and stand up to that labor was the black man. They used our four parents. They used them for, for all types of things. Everything that was good. They used our four parents for it. But now we built America and made it great where everybody in the world want to come here. Everybody in the world want to come here because of what our four parents did. And he invites everybody and allow them to come except people who are related to us. Why? What do you think about that? What do you think about that situation? People, you're going to have to wake up and really think about what's going on around you. They're selling guns. They're buying guns. Are they preparing for a civil war? Will they? It seems like something is going on very strange. They're inviting, they're inviting Ukrainians in here. Other people. Everybody can come. 
but our foreparents. Are we going to stand for this? Are we going to stand for this? I don't mind others coming, but I want our people to have just as good as, uh, uh, if not better, chance to come to America to make it. Because they are working on what our ancestors built. How about this? What do you think about this? 972-647-1893 is the number to call. It's the number to call. What do you think about this? When we get our break in America, well, we must make our break in America. We're going to have to. The only way we can do it, we'll have to be together. Believe me, people, this is not right, even under a Democratic president. This is not right. Wouldn't be right under Trump and the Republicans and not right around Biden and the Democrats. No. This is not right. We have to stand up for ourselves. We have to speak up for ourselves. We have to do things that will cause this country to recognize us and not just recognize us. We are to get our fair share of this country that we built. Yes, our ancestors built it. Yes, our ancestors made many of those who are billionaires. They made all this possible. Now, now others are in trouble and they run and run here. And the United States government is allowing them to come, but not our people. 747 jets, 747 jets he sent down to the border to take those Haitians back to Haiti. They can't come. Oh, no, 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 stop them. Send the military, we stop them. They wanted to come and enjoy America since their forefathers fought and defeated France for America. Gus, we'd be speaking French instead of English. Ah, without the Haitians. And as soon as we defeated the French, America turned its back and said, call on other nations of the world, don't do any business with Haiti. After we defeated a nation for them, what about this? What about this? 972-647-1893 is the number to call. That's the number to call. We're about to go into a break, and uh, we'll take your calls. 972-647-1893. What about these things? What about things that will affect our lives and the lives of our offsprings for many years to come. The things that we don't do today and the things that we will do today 
will affect them either positively or negatively. What do you think? What do you have to say about the whole situation? We cannot totally put our trust in any political party. Oh, yeah, we can support some, but we can't put our trust. Our trust will have to be in God and ourselves. That's where our trust will have to be. That's where it will be if we will ever make it, which the Bible says we will, but we're not making it like we should. We're not mighty men of valor like we should be. It's a sad situation. It's bad, it's bad, it's bad. I tell you what, uh, I'll take your calls. Immediately after this break, we're about to break, 972-647-1893, and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it right here? Here we go. All righty, we are back. And you can reach me at 972-647-1893. Who do we have on the line, Pierre? Good morning, and uh, we have a Mr. T, and he's on uh, line one. Mr. T? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Mr. T. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Brian, how are you? Doing great. Uh, like the program, um, I don't really want to uh, stay on here too long, but um, in my opinion, we just need to put our minds and put our money together uh, and support each other. I, I am not a person that uh, does any voting. I don't vote. Um, it's just my own personal reason why I don't. You say um, you don't vote? Person. No, I don't vote. I, I, I would rather support a black business before I vote for people. Uh, well, do you realize it was voting that put black businesses in the shape it's in now? Um, in my opinion, it has done some detriment in those areas. So, uh, But you don't want to stop the detriment? Excuse me? You don't want to stop the detriment it's done uh, on us? Well, I... I well, I look at other communities that are not very big on that. For an example, I see the Korean community that are really strong with business, and I see them doing other things that really um, support what they do. Um, I kind of know a little bit about their history, and so they're not really big that. They're big on their culture, and they're big on business, and that's how they've been successful. I, I think we should just copy and just follow that model. Well, it, it, it's, it's good that you called today. Because today, we're starting the turning point on this particular date uh, on our black businesses was done July 2nd, 1964. That was the day of the signing of the Civil Rights Bill. Up until we got our civil rights, yeah, we got them. We had businesses in our community. We had at the mom and pop stores, the soda shops, and everything else, restaurants, you name it. 
uh, even theaters we own was in our community. But since since the uh, Civil Rights Bill was passed and we could now enter most white places, many white places, we walked off and left our businesses just to be with them. Today, it was signed by Lyndon B. Johnson, July 2nd. Hmm? Yeah, so I, I, I guess what I'm saying is that that's what I do. I mean, I'm not saying what other people do. I am just saying that what I think is I would go and support another black business, like you mentioned about the health clinic. Uh, I'm really proud, I'm proud of that brother, man, and that's something that we really should support that. And people should be there because that, that is going to help the community because that's what we need. And we need many more like that all over. So when we're supporting things like that, you know, that to me is helping the community. So that's just my opinion. Um, everybody has one, but I guess for me, a lot of business that I can support, um, that's where I would put my dollars in. Are you and, concerned uh, about yourself and your people? Of course, that's why I support this. Huh? So... That, that's why I support them. So I support, you say you support you know, them? Yeah, I support education. I support you know, people who train. Because I believe that we are supporting education, train our children up to fight. You, 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 you puzzle me. You puzzle me. You support them economically, but you do not want to support them politically. Well, if, you know, again, yeah, again, everybody opinion. I'm not saying fathom black people who won't vote believe me everything you do is political you can't even be dead without some appointee uh, uh, from a politician signing your death certificate you're not born until some appointee or by some politician gives you a birth certificate. Everything from from birth to death, you are you are under politics. You got it. It it deals with your everyday life. When they come with those high taxes now on you now. Do you ever think politicians aren't behind this whole thing? Politicians. Everything you're doing, everywhere you go, every what you whatever it calls for, you are being dealt with by some politician. Everything. Yes. 
Some politician is doing it. All right. 972-647-1893. Who do you have here? We have uh, Wait, James. Whoa, 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 whatever that is, cut it off. Because, man, I, they, I can't hardly hear my callers. And, and people are telling me all the time they can't hardly hear me. Now, it's something in my headset. You cut it off really? just a second ago. Yeah. Uh, now it's still on. Oh. I don't know. I think that it's the fan. It's a fan. It's the fan? Yeah, because we had uh, an AC issue. So you that's did something just a second ago and I cut it oh, off. This one is off, yeah. It is off. Uh, ah, yeah. all right. Bring the, who, who, who do you have? Uh, we have uh, James uh, on uh, line one. All righty. Good morning, James. Uh, good morning, Reverend Barnett. Yes, good morning. Uh, the uh, the last caller, you know, really rubs me the wrong way. I just have to say it straight off the top because uh, I don't know what people are thinking. The vote is not the end all and be all, but it is a tool which can mm -hmm. be effective if used. Man, for people to turn their back on the vote uh, as uh, and, and say, you know. And say it needs nothing. That's just. I mean, you know, why did they? Why were they trying to kill us for voting if it was not important? If it was not meaningful, <laughs> it, it really, you know, it, it, it upset me. But anyway, let me go on to the other thing. The Tatiana Jefferson case. They they took the judge off that case, right? Uh, because I think he, it looked like he was about to go ahead and have a trial. It's been t almost two years now, mm -hmm. and uh, haven't it? It's, it's been over two years, haven't it? Uh, uh, I, probably so. It's time for the public to get involved and just start sending letters to uh, the court and, and let them know that this cannot be the case. You know, it's got to, we got to do something about that. Anyway, I just want to. It's call time to go in. down there in person, also. Uh, uh yeah, absolutely. Every but, every black yeah. person in Fort Worth ought to be down there. Absolutely, no doubt about it. I cannot and, understand why. A city as large as Fort Worth, a million people, can allow something like this happen, and only a handful have said anything. I mean, I yes, can't, sir. I can't understand that. Uh, they used to have guys used to get out there and protest, and I think what happened: those guys ran for a political office and didn't do as well as they thought they would, so they they threw with it. But it's time for real people to get up and go and start working, organize and work for this particular case. Because if they can get away with this, they can get away with anything in Fort Worth. Absolutely. And about the, the Haitian situation, the uh, Haitian immigrant situation, it's clear that the U.S. policy of immigration is, is very racist, very backward. It's set to... Uh, push white nationalism and it's not fair and mm -hmm. most of us turn our back on the immigration policies of this country but we're going to have to start being involved in foreign policy too we pay mm -hmm. taxes that support this foreign policy anyway thank you very much I'm going to get off the line I appreciate you alright thank you that clears the line 972-647-1893 972-647-1893 972-647-1893 is the number to call. He did hit on something, two, two subjects, very dear to me. Uh, they, they, uh, 
I don't understand. Here's a city of a million people and you can't get but a few to come out and talk and speak out and let them know you're dissatisfied with what's going on in your city. Your taxpaying citizen, your taxes went to pay for Aaron Dean, the policeman that killed this young lady. And it seems like it's just quiet. What's wrong with these people? What's wrong with the leadership in Woodward? Why is it nobody wants to get out and say, hey, we can't take this. We're not going to take this line down. We got to get up and go fight. Why? What's the problem? What's the problem? What's the problem in Woodward? It is. And go back. Look at this thing. July 2nd, 2022. People, this is a holiday for us. Not, not I didn't say 4th of July. But before July 2nd, 1964, the indignities that we had to suffer was so tremendous. It was a disgrace and a shame to the whole world. We could not even go in a restaurant that was not black-owned and sit down and eat. We couldn't even drink from a water fountain. That Those fountains in most public places said white only. Couldn't even drink from those fountains. We couldn't even ride the bus. Take the Continental Trailways, the Greyhound, everything. We couldn't. Even, we we had to go and we go to ride those. You had to sit in a didn't a different waiting room. I usually our waiting room looked like little chicken coops that they set up for us. And and so many indignities we we suffered. But the Democrats and some Republicans came together, came together and voted and passed the 64th Voting Rights Act. Now, it was politics that got us here. Don't say politics don't have anything to do with it. Yes, it do. Oh, yes, it do. Yes, it do. Yes, it do. When you were, and I was so, it was just such an indignity. Don't, 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 don't even mention the schools. We definitely couldn't go to the schools that we wanted to go to. I wanted to go to black school, but my tax dollars went to pay for that white school, too. Hey, my parents' tax dollars, tax dollars. And they were walking around talking about taxation without representation. It was going on right here in America. All these things were happening right here. This was a terrible place. Texas, 
It's a terrible state. We laugh at Alabama, Mississippi, often and Tennessee, Georgia, and all those what we call deep south states. Texas was just as bad, if not worse. The only difference in this is that we, as a people, did not protest like they did in Alabama or Mississippi. We didn't protest. They did. And they made it look like, boy, they sure catching it down there. No, they weren't catching no worse than we were. We were catching it. We were the ones that was catching it. Why? Why were we catching it so? Because we didn't stand up. We didn't stand up. Talking about Birmingham, Mississippi, uh, Alabama. Bomb yard right there. The city that had more bombings behind housing uh, discrimination and housing integration had the most bombings in any other city was Dallas, Texas. And we found out most of the bombing was done by the Dallas Police Department. These things are real. These things are true. We must realize here, July 2nd, some say they're going to celebrate and have a good time July 4th. But July 4th is when the white man received his freedom from England. But he wouldn't give that same freedom to us. Never have. Until this day, we're still discriminated against. Until this day, we cannot allow to sit be a to sit back on our laurels thinking we've got it made. No, we haven't. Now, something needs to be done. And it's a sad situation when we can sit back and call him, call me arrogantly and say, I don't vote. Well, why you call me? You're not really concerned about our people. You're not concerned. Because anybody that's concerned would have enough sense and have enough information they would want to vote. I don't care about you say you might be a, a part of a, a religious pact uh, or some religious group that don't vote. I guarantee you, the whites in that group got you. Got you. I guarantee you that. They've got you. you they're free. You're not. It's a sad situation when we as blacks, blacks can just say we don't discriminate and we don't do this and we don't do that. Bragging about things that are hurting us. Isn't that sad? Are we just glutton for punishment? 
I wonder about this. I wonder about this. All right, Pierre, bring me one on. Who is it? All right, uh, we have a Bill, uh, and he's on the line one now. Bill? Yeah. All right, bring him on. Good morning. Wait Good morning. a minute. Wait, wait just a moment. Bill, we're going to come back to you because I just noticed that we're up against a break. We'll be back to no, you. No just, all right. All right. 972-647-1893 is to, to, get, to get us. All right. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know? All right. Get ready. Here we go. Get ready for our last segment in this hour. And you can reach me at 972-647-1893. All right. Uh, good morning. Who who do we have? Uh, uh, we have a Bill. Uh, <laughs> Bill? Uh, yeah, Bill on uh, line one. All right. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Pastor Barney. How, yes. how are you this morning? Fine. How are you? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't catch your first part but, uh, of your show, Pastor Barnett. What was your subject or, or question this morning? I have had several. We talked about... Okay. The lack of a trial for Tatiana Jefferson. Uh, right. We've talked about uh, Dr. Edwards Clinic that he's opened there at 4498 South Marcellus there in the South Oak Cliff area. We've yes, talked yes, about immigration. Yeah, immigration. Okay. Uh, right. Coming to America. And now we, we, we're talking about things happening in voting. We've had calls say he called in, say he, he don't right. vote. So. Yeah, well, I vote, Mr. Barnett. I vote every 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 election or every every election or every bond issue or whatever. I, I try to get out there and run mm-hmm. I, I do get out there and vote. Yes, you're free, sir. You know, and, and uh, as, as far as the, the 4th of July, now, I don't celebrate, we don't celebrate, me and my friend don't celebrate 4th of July. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with us. I don't either. At all. No, uh, don't celebrate it at all. Now, it, 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 actually, if if they wanted me to work that day, or whatever, you know, I'd work because it's to me it's not a holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, it never mm-hmm. has been, never has good, been a holiday. Good, good. And, mm-hmm. and if it was if it was a holiday for people of color, you know, uh, they would have they would have uh, set us free a long time ago, a long mm-hmm. time ago. And mm-hmm. then it would be something to celebrate. We all could celebrate as one people. Yeah. You know? White, black, brown, and and, mm-hmm. and red, whatever you know. Mm-hmm. But that's that's the white man's holiday. You know, they they set them free, but they don't want to set us free. Yeah, well, they you know? they wanted their freedom, but they weren't willing to give us ours. No, we ought to. We 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 yeah. should almost curse that day than than talking about celebrating. No. Yeah, and you know, they, but you know, they're the first. We're the first ones to get out there, you know, and. First drafted in the military long ago. Now you know they use us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, we volunteer mm-hmm. in the military. What now? We serve the country. You know. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well. and, and, you know, but that, that that means nothing to them. It means nothing to them. Mm-hmm. Especially this the Supreme the Supreme Court. Oh my God. Oh my God. And see the thing about it, that Supreme Court sits in such a dangerous position, and you have such dangerous minds. On the oh, Supreme really? Court, these minds, yes, these people might do anything. They might anything. rescind That's the civil right. rights bill. They might rescind I, the voting I, rights bill. Uh, it wouldn't what, surprise I, me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. And and, and I'm telling you, that's that's next 
That's next, Pastor Barnett. That's mm-hmm. on their agenda. I'm telling you. They just don't say it right now, but that's on their agenda. Mm-hmm. You Watch and see. This next election, you know, for, for president or what, after the midterms, yeah. after this midterms, if they get power, you know, if the Republicans get power in the House and the Senate. Oh, Lord you, have mercy. That, that's next on the agenda. They will cut the, the voter rights. You know, they will cut oh, it. Oh, yes. They will. And we got people running around here talking about they don't vote. Lord have mercy. Because if, if, if they lose the house, see, the house is the only thing we're hanging on to right now. You yeah, know, that's we, the only we, thing. The nail is long enough to hang our hat on it, but nothing else. So we, we, we should have the Senate, though. We've got two two Democrats up there in the Senate that yeah. that you know that are Republicans really. And but, then they need to figure out a way to get rid of those two. Deal yeah. with the people in Arizona and in West Virginia on those two. And yep. get, and, exactly. Because they are not Democrats. Not Democrats. They're not independent. They're not. They're not liberal. They're they're, they're staunch right wing. You know, disguised right wing. Uh, just, they, they just, hey, right wing racist. Just call it like it is. That's Race, what they yeah, are. Exactly. Exactly. Racist. Yes. You know, but anyway, Pastor Martin, thank you for listening to me. Thank and I you. appreciate your show always. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much for standing up. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good call. 972 647 1893. 972 647 1893. Who do we have here? Uh, we have uh, Bridget on uh, line one now. Bridget? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Bridget. Bridget. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You're on there. Well, I wanted to comment about the young man that said he didn't vote. Yes. Um, my problem with that is this. Uh, there's a lot of things that happen in the process, but if we're not a part of the process, then it's just like public clearinghouse. You don't win. If you don't enter, you can't win. Yes. We can't get our voice heard if we are not at the table. And we really? must be at the table. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. What I care about is if the Democrats are in office, you go get our bread and bring it home. If the Republicans are in office, if you Republican, you go get our bread. Make our voice be heard because yes. African-Americans, need, we built this country. That's we right. have a lot of fabric to this country. Mm-hmm. We are intelligent. Mm-hmm. And I'm from the area that the Greenwood and the riot and all that. So I'm from there. I'm traveling back to Oklahoma right now. Mm-hmm. And this just really bothers me that we don't want to be a part of the process when that's what it takes. I'm like I said, I'm I'm like, I'm for my people. I'm not going to mm-hmm. talk bad about the Democrats or the Republicans. I think that whatever you want to be, my mama told me a lot of people died for us to be whatever we want to be. So that's what I'm saying. I want to say to him, that I wish you would reconsider voting and giving people a chance. Because people like us, I'm, I've been a candidate, and, mm-hmm. and it's our people. I wasn't even threatened by anybody uh, Caucasian. My mm-hmm. threats came from Black my food? own people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's what I want to say. I'm sorry. Have a great day. All right. Thank you for your call. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Excellent. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Uh, who we up here? Uh, Steve uh, is on the line one now. Steve. Steve, all right. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Reverend Bardet. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? Well, I feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. Go I right got ahead. the issue. 
uh, uh, concerning our, our president, uh, Biden. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but he nominated a Republican lawyer by the name of Craig Meredith. Right. Okay. Uh, to the, uh, the uh, district, uh, federal district court, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was, anti- he was an anti-abortionist. He is? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I, I know oh, him. I didn't know he was in he was that, but uh-huh. now appointing Democrats, re- appointing Republican, Republicans appointing Democrats to these judgeships and uh, things like that—that's nothing unusual, because okay. they u- they usually look at they say it's not partisan, but but they usually look at the philosophy okay. of that of a particular candidate for that position. That's that's nothing unusual. Okay, but his philosophy is pro-life. All right. And and when so, my, here's, here's my point, Reverend. Huh? Here, here, here's my point. You know, the Democrats have come to uh, black people try to get them uh, to enthusiastically, uh, uh, enthusiastically support them. Mm-hmm. Yet, and still, they don't enthusiastically support our issue. So, I mean, we got to have a come to Jesus moment with the Democrats. Oh, you're, you're so right. <laughs> you are very right. Uh, they seem to be so apathetic about our issues. Others mm-hmm. have just made it to this nation and they come in and get things done from them that we've been hollering about for almost two centuries, but Still, nothing gets done, and a lot of things. We, well, we 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 proven to them, no matter what, they get our vote. Now, I don't get too mad about that because, for the simple fact, the Republicans are even worse. They're worse, but then the Democrats did not give us reciprocity on the vote that we give them. They are very quiet about certain key issues, about certain things, about immigration. They don't do things that they should. And uh, I tell you what, the Congressional Black Caucus needs to be more vocal in pushing the president and other Democrats because the the Republicans don't care. They're going to speak out any issue they think they can get against the Democrats. They're going to do it. You hear every Republican saying the same thing over and over. So uh, the Democrats are just uh, too apathetic about the issues that's of this day. I agree with you fully. I agree with you fully. And uh, I I, I called uh, maybe a week ago about having the Department of Justice intervene on the Tatiana Jefferson deal. Yes, uh, that needs to that needs to be done. No, and it, and it should be done by their congressman, Mr. Mark Vesey. Well, I'm I'll get him on. I'm gonna get him on his show because because for one reason I thought about that, but I don't know. Sometimes families get involved and tell people 
who could do certain things don't do it. Now, I'm not saying that happened with this. I'm sure hoping that's the reason why uh, Mark is holding up. But he should have filed against this after the second time this trial was delayed. Mm-hmm. He should have brought the Justice Department in right then. But then he knew this thing was not going to be right. And I, mm-hmm. I, I now worry about a trial. I don't know if, the, if she can get a fair trial in, Ta- in Tarrant County. I don't know. If she can't get a trial, and I don't know if it'll be fair. That, that's, that's, a, that's another issue for another day, Reverend. I'm gonna, you have a great uh, weekend. Okay, you do the same now. All right. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yes. I cleared the line, 972-647-1893. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have here? Uh, we have uh, Lero, and uh, he's on line two. Leroy? Yes, Le- Yes, Lero. Alrighty. Good morning. You on Kano Good morning. Yes, go right ahead. You, I want to you know, on that Jefferson thing yes. with the lady. Yes. You know. I had my grandson was killed in in uh, oh two years ago about July the twenty sixth, uh-huh. and uh, the guy that did it is still out. And when I talked to the courts, I asked them. I said, uh, "What is it that is taking so long to take this man to court?" Mm-hmm. And they told me that they got twenty. 20 uh, times that they can delay a court date. 20 times? Uh, yeah, 20 times. Are they and following a state law or something on that or something that's just special for Tarrant County? Well, this was for Dallas. This was in Dallas? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I've never heard of a trial for murder in Dallas yep. being held... held held up like this. I wish he had a call and made this known. We'll uh, have the, this guy still walking around right now? He's still walking. You know, he's he, they put a monitor on him. They let him out on bond. They put a monitor on him. He cut off the monitor, and they still let him out again. What's this guy's name? Well, I don't want to say his name because I don't want to mess up the court thing. You don't uh, want to mess up the court thing? Yeah, well, what I'm saying, I don't want to mess up his trial by me saying this guy did it. Are you talking about the district attorney? Well, the DA's job is to prosecute. Yeah, well, they're the ones that, to- that I called the DA's office, and they're the ones that told me that that's what they do. They get a 20 times, they can call it off and all this other stuff. And uh, we've been waiting. And just like I say, this guy has been arrested for cutting. Is this guy a, a black man? Yes, sir. And this is a black man that murdered another black man. No, accused yes. of murder or what? He met, he murdered a Hispanic man, my my uh, grandson, on a road rage thing. Is that right? Yes, sir. Did they both have <laughs> weapons, or were they both? You know? No. No, he, the, the guy was driving erratically and 
my, what my grandson's wife said, they looked at each other, and next thing they know, they stopped at a light, and the guy pulled out a gun, shot him, nearly shot his wife, went to the back of the of his uh, SUV and started shooting in the back. Thank God he didn't have his baby with him because Man. he killed him. And, well, and see, and this weekend is a weekend uh, that people really drive erratically. They were driving erratically coming up Central Expressway this morning. They they were driving, flying all over the freeway and everything. And I yep. did not see one squad car. I didn't yep. see not one police. I well, mean, they were driving like fruits passing me at 100 miles an hour and better. Yeah. But I, I knew they were drunk I mean. this this 4th of July uh, uh, holiday weekend or so, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on with our criminal justice system. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And you don't want to call this guy's name. Yeah, because I don't want to mess up anything that could, could happen, could mess up. the. You know what they told me was, too, that he could, uh, he wanted to get a, a flea bargain. He wanted to do 10 years. And I told them, I said, well, let me shoot him like he shot my grandson, and I'll mm-hmm. do the 10 years. And they looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, boy, boy. I know, but, I know, I know. You I know, know I, I, just, I just wanted to let you know about that uh, thing about the, where they can call it off 20 times, they see it. All right. Thank All you right. for your call. We... Yes, sir. Got a line full of calls here now, and uh, okay, we, but we're going into the eight o'clock hour. Uh, let's see. I tell you what, uh, we're going into the eight o'clock hour, and I guess we're just going and take the break. I need use me putting somebody on the air, and can't hold them on but a few seconds. But let's go into the eight o'clock hour, and they can reach us at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's, I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all you know. It's, Yo, can I kick it like Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. All right, we're back and ready for hour number two of Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marianne Barnett, your host, and I'm inviting you to be with us tomorrow, 9 30, tomorrow morning. Uh, we are on Facebook, come and. And uh, be a part of our service at Heavenly Joy Church tomorrow morning, 9.30. Come by. We'll talk about a lot of things. We hear a lot of things. We talk about Jesus the most. Yes, Jesus. He's who is the center of everything. But he's in the middle of everything on this in this world going on. He's in the middle of it. And we will talk about how he can help us work things out. All righty, 972-647-1893. Bring me a call on up here. Yeah, we have uh, Beverly uh, on uh, line one. Beverly, yeah. all righty. Good morning, Beverly. How are you doing this morning? Fine, how are you? I am fabulous. Let me let me say what I got to say, and then I'm going to give you permission to talk, and this is your show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to use this as a parable. Mm-hmm. They just left... 
committing this lady to jail, sending her to jail for killing Emmett uh, Smith. I mean Emmett Till. Fifty-five. You're fifty-five, and this lady, eighty-seven years old, she done lived her life. Let me say this. Let me say this. This is a joke, people. We need to wake up and see what time it is. It mm -hmm. has not changed. Mm -hmm. It has You're not right. changed. We have to get out of here and make this happen. This is We are in an era where they're being exposed, and we need to be paying attention, and we need to voice our opinion. Well, you know, that was a warrant issue for her arrest back in 55. Back in 1955. But they exactly. never executed it. They hid exactly. the thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, they're still doing it today on the news this week on Channel 11. Mm -hmm. They were talking about how these black cases are not being resolved from death. Is that right? Yes. You said it's on Channel 11. Channel 11. Mm -hmm. They've been talking about it for the last two or three days. Yeah, I'm going to pull that up. Yes. Mm -hmm. But we have to, this we, This is what we're going to have to do, unity people. Yes. And we don't even know what unity is because they have conquered and divided us. And they did a very good job of doing this. And because when you start it. talking about true freedom and how to get it done, most black people will go against you. They do. That's what I'm talking about right there. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. And we need to learn our own history, and our own history is our own family, and we need to teach our own. Look how they are suppressing what goes in the history for us now. They have always told their story. It's time for us to stand up and tell our story. They haven't walked in our shoes. They put us through that walk. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, just like that, they don't want CRT taught a critical race theory in schools because they don't, they don't want the truth told exactly. about this. They know this would change the minds of a lot of people in America if they, if they knew, only knew, true American history. That's why Martin Luther King said, we, we have something to expose them now, television. Let's let the whole world see it. Yeah. But they still sugar and doctor up and bring all these other people over here and they're getting back to Haitian. Uh, I I have a problem with with the Clintons because they had that foundation up over there. Yeah, Clint, Clinton and Bush. Uh-huh. Clinton and Bush. They yes. both were over yes. there, that foundation that raised, what was two, three billion? It's a lot of money. I mean, making money. They, we are the pawns, people. We need to wake up and we need to sh show up and, sh and when we show up and show out. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Mm -hmm. And I'll say it again. It's time for us to separate from these people and get our own stuff. Because we're right. not making it in their stuff. All right. Okay. Have a good one. Thank you. That clears the line. Mm -hmm. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, uh, Pierre? Uh, David uh, is on uh, line three. David? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, David. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? So far, so good. I always enjoy your show. I get to listen to you almost every Saturday. Yeah. And I have a great respect for you. I really respect you the fact that you give an opportunity for all of us to have a voice. Yes. I mean, there is a lot of things I disagree with you, uh, ideas, but 
you still give a voice for the community for mm-hmm. that reason I really have a great respect for you uh, I would like to have one opinion this morning I don't know as a reverend you are a reverend you are a God saying person and I do have a question for you in this great country we all get penalized if you crash an ego egg you get that the federal thing you go to jail if you crash a total terrorist egg you go to jail you for for, for doing that mm-hmm. however why is it okay to kill a human fetus continuously and say it's a woman's right because as a reverend you know that god remembers you the day you concede you are a human being number one I mean, number two, number two, that between 1930s and now, since Margaret Sanger started the, uh, the, the, what do you call it, the, the abortion clinic established in every black neighborhood, more than 16 million black kids have been killed. The population of the black community between 1896 and until now is still the same percentage, has not grown. And why is it the black community and the African-American community especially, we are not waking up and saying that they are killing us. They are not letting us grow. Now the Hispanic community is about to exceed, the population is going to exceed the black community. You are being basically being taken over. Why is this we don't open our eyes and say that this is actually eliminating us? Because if you go back and look at the history of Margaret Sanger, who actually wrote the manifesto for Hitler, how to eliminate the Jewish community by abortion and killing their young. That was the same person who opened a Planned Parenthood in the United States in every black neighborhood and killing the next generation. Right? Well, do, uh, I, can, uh, I see where you are. Usually you explain your position that you are against abortion at any point in time in the pregnancy, right? The truth is that it is not my place to determine I am against or for it. But, hmm? for instance, there are, there's only less than 2% incest and rape abortion. The rest of the 98% of abortion are being caused by willingness, by people being care, careless. But as a God-fearing person, don't you think we should be aware create responsibility, the young people to be responsible, not to cause the pregnancy, but the 2% that insist medical reason and also whatever it is, the, the, the 2%, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's not my place to judge. But as a Christian person, I am against it. Well, now, I, I have to be fair now with you. I tried my best to let you talk. I really couldn't understand a lot of the words you didn't say. Hope my audience did. Uh, I'm trying to guess at, I'm guessing now at what you were pointing at that uh, you say that taking a fetus life is, 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 is the same as taking a fully developed baby's life, right? Yes, sir. Uh, now, that fetus can't live outside the mother's womb. You take it out, it, it dies. But it, wait a minute, I listen to you. Hey, I listen to you. I listen to you. Now, would you listen to me? And uh, when 
we take this fetus out and it, it won't survive. But at the same time, if you take a baby that's, you know, it shouldn't come quite almost term, but the, at some point, at so many months, that baby can survive outside of the mother's womb. Uh, to, to, to kill this baby as a fetus and to kill it after it's been able to survive outside the womb, do you consider that the same thing? Yes, I do. You know why I do that? Why? Because, because, God says, I remembered you when you were in your mom's womb, which means from the day you're conceived, you are a human being. If you, abort, if you look at the abortion clinic, uh, how they abort a six-weeks-old kid, I mean, a, a six-year-old uh, fetus, he has legs, hands, everything. You said six you years old. You take him out of his Six weeks old, six weeks pregnancy. After six weeks, you have that, you have that, you already formed. The child already been formed as a human being. Mm. No longer, I mean, basically what they do is that when they call you, when they abort the kid, they actually take the scissor and crush his but head. I'm, I'm going to be oh. honest with you. I wish a woman, a female, called in and answer your question for you. I could, but I don't want people to really no, know no, I'm my position. I, I, I want a woman because you or I will never have an abortion no matter what. We ain't gonna have none. But I want somebody that, that might have one or have had one and find out really what's going on with this particular um, problem because I know I saw it begin. I was in seminary when it began. That was a long time ago. And what they were really angry about was white women was having these abortions and the white population was losing percentages on people of color coming up in America. And that's how this how this whole thing idea got kicked off. I know that. So I let a woman who don't know, I mean, I know all that background stuff about what I know, but I want them to answer this for me as Can well. I say one thing, uh, sir? Yeah, I, I got to go, Can man. I, 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 you've so been just on. Just one question. You've been on 14 minutes. Just one, hmm? just one second. One second. Just one question only. But right now, it's not about white people. It's the black kids are the ones being killed. 16 million abortion for black kids. Black 60 million abortion for black 60 population. million? 16, 16 million abortion oh. calls for the black community. All right. We are reduced by That's that. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. All right. Okay, thank you. Okay. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do we have? Uh, uh, yeah. Red Ghost is on the line too. All righty. Good morning, Red Ghost. Good morning. Pastor and everybody out there that's listening to your beautiful show that you got going on today. Oh, and I just you. wanted I just wanna piggyback on a couple of things about the black business in Dallas and around the country and we have these uh, different culture plants that cause problems to create these problems for the 
for the black business people because I remember back in the day when you used to have different COVID clients people come by and let everybody pass. And after they retired, you got new code compliance people coming there and say that your place is not stable enough for what's going on. But you've been passing for the last 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm ha- I'm having that same kind of problem. And uh, this, this, my mom, you know, you know, she passed away in 2017, January 11th. Mm-hmm. And we have this, we have this piece of property that is on that is in the original town Oak. It's the, it's, the, it's the first building that was built in the original town of Cliff. And we have the uh, prosecutor coming out talking about something is wrong with it. Now, I got my artwork up, and that's only because of, I can't move it to 501-507 gently because every time you move it, the city will come out and say it's illegal. But it's all dependent on pop-up market and activating vacancy, which we started this program back in 2014 with Operation Penn Street. That's a historic addition. So they fooled us. They fooled us into uh, 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 giving our property. They fooled us in saying they was going to bring something black to the community and everything. So I'm going to battle right now with the city about how this property, this property has 11 inches uh, of pure beans up under it. It has a wall of concrete all the way around it. Mm-hmm. And just the border is only thing that's widened it, it, with the window. And I'm having on the 13th is to having the uh, prosecutors to come down and look at it, walk, do a walkthrough. But I'm doing pop-up market, just like the uh, neighborhood has been having, and it's called Showbiz Pop-Up Market. Mm-hmm. And I just can't understand the, uh, uh, the, 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 the things that's happening, but I can't understand the things that happen. These people don't want us to have anything. Well, people calling us every day about now. You're you're old enough to know exactly what you said is the truth. You got certain people don't want us to have anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, zilch, nothing. And how can they convince your? How can they convince your family members to even get rid of something that your mom and dad worked for? Well, that that has been that has been the way it's been done uh, since they freed uh, our ancestors. We remember now when they've been slaves and working the land and growing crops and doing different things. Who you think could better handle developing the land? Us, but what they wanted us. They would go in in certain times of the month. Right. After, you know, planting time. And uh, they go farther, farther, get to the summertime where they could maybe try to handle it because the the sun was killing them. And when we get to a certain point, they would take over. They took over so bad and did things. Ah. they started even messing with us going to school. They used to have what was known as split sessions. You ever heard of those? Yep. Have yes, you sir. have you heard of split sessions? Hey. Yes, sir. I heard. Yeah, my mom was telling me about how they would yeah, go to the field at a certain time and come back in. At a well, time. I, I know about it because uh, <laughs> I just used to go go uh, to Hillsboro. 
because my oldest sister was teaching there. She taught there for years. And she, they would go to school in the summertime, and when fall started, they go to, had to go back to the fields. Right, yes, sir. And, and see, this these things that we've gone through with hasn't been a, a long, long, long time ago. It's been a while back, but still, uh, we fall in the. They seem like nothing they do can make us come together and think as one. Nothing yes, they sir. do. I, 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 I can't understand it. Why we can't? Yeah, one don't like the other one. This don't like. We all messed up in the head. We got to get our heads straight, too, man. Yes, sir. Hey, and I got this one thing left to say to you, Reverend Burnett. Uh, this, this piece of property that we have, mm-hmm. we have this piece of property that uh, I've been with the radio station pretty pretty much the 39, almost the, the, the market when they first came in. Mm-hmm. I was dealing with Acorn also. Uh, I was part of Acorn when they first came in, Elwood, San Jacinto. So I've been around a long time. I didn't get involved with any of the politics that's KNN or nothing like that. I always just went out and spread the word to, to, to if you got a favorite song, if you, if you love music, this is the station you listen to. So we have, my mom did allow me to uh, 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 have the music. Oh, okay, I'm out of time. I've got to run. Yep. All right, okay. thank you. 214 is the one to catch me. Uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. And uh, while we're back, let me remind you, remind you of something fantastic happened in our community. Dr. Drelvis Edwards opened up his clinic at 4498 South Marcellus. And that uh, shopping center had Marcellus and Ann Arbor. He... As Dr. Edwards put it, he's behind, back behind, he's way, right back behind Catfish Floyd. Let us go. Those of you who are ill, have problems, need checkups and different things like that, go to Dr. Edwards Clinic. It's an oasis in a medical desert. It's an oasis in a medical desert. Go. Please go. It is fantastic. You're talking about those clinics you go to in North Dallas and everything. Dr. Edwards Clinic is just as nice, if not nicer than most clinics you'll find anywhere. Spend a lot of money to build something nice to service black people. All righty. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do we have, uh, Pierre? We have uh, Imani on the line uh, three. Imani? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Imani. You got line four. Yeah, uh, line three. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Can you hear me now? I hear you now. Pastor, uh-huh. I want to I thank you. For, uh, you know, you've been working hard. You just don't get enough time. But uh, I ain't going to mm-hmm. take up much of your time, but... Remember, we met at your church years ago, me and you and Greg and all of us, and we uh-huh. thought it was fat solution and action today. Yes, we did. Sure did. And and we didn't get enough. We didn't get enough people to participate. <laughs> well, that's been that's been a yeah. lot of things. Yeah. Well, 
Remember when you let me do your show in 2013? Is that 2013? Yeah, well, you let me do one. We, talk, we I, I listened to been nine uh, years ago, haven't? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah I remember now. it. Yeah, I remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the same thing. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I listen to all these different problems, and I thank God. I like your theme show. Everything gonna be all right. He's mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah, he back. He back. I hear all these different problems, and I, I, I say, what's going on? You know what's going on? It's not enough pain yet. And when we get enough pain, because right now this country's going to hell on a rocket ship, but we, it's not enough pain. And this is what we have to, we just got to get enough pain. Like the, you remember the children of Israel, they, they, did, they had 10 plagues? Yes. They did. And and, and they put we, the plagues on Egypt, the Egyptians? Yes, huh? Yes, sir. When we get enough pain, and I want to thank Dr. Edwards. Man, thank you, Dr. Edwards. Man, if I was a, if I were gay, I would kiss you. But <laughs> I'm not gay. But but that was so beautiful. He put love in the hood. That's love in the hood. Yeah. And he fought hard to get it. And believe me, he did a fantastic. Have, have you been in there to see it? Yes, sir. We talked the other day. Now, I, I uh-huh. went in. First thing I did, first thing I did, start looking around to find, find something to judge you with. You know, you know how Negroes do each other. Yeah. And I was up there complaining. And he was busy. And I... And I, I no no reconsideration, but let me tell you, Doctor Edwards, I apologize, man. You, man, you did a great job for our community, and we love you so much. Mm-hmm. You and uh, Attorney Robinson, I oh, yeah. they, these guys are really pastor. I can't say enough. We just need we just need to get you by our own station, let you be on all day. But <laughs> man, <laughs> you and I are the same age. You know better than that. <laughs> well, well Just, it's going to happen. We get, a, we get several. There are several voices in well, this community that can do a good job. There's some jo- there, well, there are voices out there. And uh, well, if no, there are voices no. out there that have listened to me over the years, you're ready. Y'all, well, guess what? They're, they're ready we, to really get out there. And uh, we... Well, one need to put them out there to do a great job because for well, the simple fact is that we got some problems that can be easily solved if we could just ever capture the minds of the people, get them see what we're saying is the way and it's the truth and the life. It is. That's right. Pastor, who, who went to Nineveh? Who wouldn't go to Nineveh? Oh, Jonah. He, he went to Spain instead of instead of going to Nineveh. Well, guess what, Mr. Judge Jonah? You you don't have to do it. Everybody needs to listen to your, your Facebook too. We need to quit playing like we love one another. Mm-hmm. Because love is what's gonna the creator wants us right now, he said, Love is I'm gonna put enough pain on you and to you you gonna come together. I've been Dr. Anderson's wife, Power Numbers Corporation, and Dr. Boss Watkins and a lot of us mm-hmm. now to think that we have to we have to do this. The creator's gonna make us come together, whether we like each other and well, all these different problems. You've been yeah, in war problem. before. Let me ask you something. Do you but, think that there are those who are trying to create a civil war in America? If they, if they knew your history, it's probably started. If, who, was, who was the civil war started about before? This is the second. <laughs> well, why was the, why did they bring about the first shot was fired? 
to start the Civil South War. Carolina. That's or right. Sumner. That's right. But here's what we got to do. We have to come together. Too. The creator's going to make enough pain going to make you come together. And we that's the key. If we, we all these problems, Ukraine and all this stuff all over the place, one thing going to save our people, and this is Caucasians too, is we all got to love one another and come together and discuss this matter, and we can fix it. All right. But I tell you what, even if Caucasians don't come together, if black folk came together, that would make Caucasians come together. That would make, oh, Malcolm X said that if we got to solve our own problem first, and the only way we're going to do it is discuss the matter, and then we can let them come in if they, they, they really care. That's right. We have to be together before we can invite anybody in. Because yes, we don't want to invite others in, and we're divided. No, we don't want to invite the devils in, no. No. All right. But let's I come together, you. Pastor. Yes, You need to be able to stop because God sits sick you here, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do we have, Pierre? Eddie is on the line one now. Eddie? Eddie, yeah. All righty. Good morning, Eddie. Eddie, you there? Yep. Eddie? Yes? Go right ahead. You're on the air. Thank you very much. Yes, we thank God that you're here on the air throughout the universe here. Thank you. Thank you. You know, we will never be free until we make up our mind to be free, independent. That's right. You know? Like that project uh, you've given me and the gentleman we're talking about this thing that he's got going on in Minnesota. This is a, oh, it's a wonderful uh, thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's very creative, creative. And see, black people have the most creative minds of any people on earth. I, I had a professor when I was at Southwestern, and this guy's name was Dr. Moon. And he loved to hear now, he's a preacher himself, a PhD. But he loved to hear black preachers preach. He said because the black preacher has the most creative minds of any people they've ever seen. And, and if we would use those minds, creative minds like black people, to free ourselves, we would move forward because we are a very creative people. Very creative. And then the, that, that white Caucasian man, that Portuguese guy, uh, back in the 1500s, he mm-hmm. realized and saw that the ingenuity and the creative, creativeness and the knowledge of agriculture and so many other things, mm-hmm. he picked the best ones. Yeah. And uh, sent the best, the strongest ones in this nation. This is quite frankly one of the reasons why we don't die, we multiply. <laughs> but you know, Frederick Douglass said about this July 4th thing, he said, you know, you may rejoice, but we're mourning. Yes. And the biggest fraud ever perpetrated on perhaps the world is this United States of America. You talk about the letting of blood, America truly is guilty. Oh, yes. Definitely. So. I could go on and on about this. Give me great Reverend uh, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, all of that. There's so many things. Tatiana, on and on and on. It's time for us to do as the evangelist did. Mm-hmm. Knock door to door until the uh, 
until we were free. Mm-hmm. Definitely so. Definitely so. It's something that uh, we have just got to push forward and be forward thinking on, and that has to become togetherness. Amen. And just one last thing, as you teach, uh, great reverend, uh, those evangelists knocking door to door, these were black men and women. Yes. Yes. That's wonderful. That's that's the only way it's going to be done. They have to get out. We have to get out and do footwork. Thank you, sir. I close the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? We have uh, David on uh, line two. David? Uh, three. Yeah, David. David's on three. Okay. Yep. All righty. Good morning, David. How you doing, Brother Bartnett? Fine. How are you this morning? Oh, I got, I got peace of mind. Mm-hmm. But Brother Bartnett, 244 years ago, the great seal of the United States of America put the emancipated slave up under the Masonic order of the three ruffians, meaning that they genocide us. This is why you got the problem that you got right now in 2022. Mm-hmm. You've been genocide. Yes, you have. Mm-hmm. Black people don't know what genocide is. Mm-hmm. I have the 1881 Sir Walter Galt book called The Science of Eugenics. That's a very rare book that right. this mama had. Mm-hmm. And this is what our problems of you've been you've been genocide under the Masonic order of the three ruffins. If you're a Mason, you ought to know what the three ruffins is. I tell the black Masons all the time. How can you be a Mason and don't know understand the three ruffins? These people put you up under that. The great seal of America is the Scottish right Illuminati Mason. That's who we the people is, and you got to go back. Well, I, I tell you, I tell you Thank what, uh, uh, a meatball. This is, uh, I have a son-in-law that he can see, he, he, he's a genius at this. He knows it top to bottom. We talked about it. He can, you and him, need to, you need to talk to him. Boy, yeah, I'm a man, he, oh, yeah, well, he, hey, I'm a 30, I'll admit it, I, I am, and let it let the world know, I'm a 33rd degree Mason, 33rd degree Mason, and I know what you're talking about, but I want you to talk to my son-in-law sometime, I'm going to call you, he, he might be in town this weekend, and I'll, I, I want y'all to talk, and you yeah, but that's our, that's our problem, brother. That's 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 our problem. They they did it through. See, they didn't. They emancipated you. They didn't give you your freedom. You had certain rights. You had the right to uh, worship Jesus because you was a half breed at that time. They said that you had a soul, so you went, you couldn't worship Jesus until after the thirteenth and fourteenth minute. When they they that's that they gave us education. They educated us up under a system. Uh, we were segregated all the way. Okay, and I, I like what the Constitution reads. It says segregated but equal. Now, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I tell you what, I tell you what, the, but come on, come on, come on, me, bro. You got to admit, when we were segregated, we were better off. 
But we were better off segregated. I know I graduated from Ralph Bunch and Negro Colored High School. That's what's on my diploma from Crockett, Texas. Now I tell you, I tell you what what could really touch the hearts of a lot. Some of those older folks that's listening to me, if they could just go back, Thanksgiving Day that we coming in on Thanksgiving here in Dallas, that was a classic football game, Lincoln and Booker T. Houston Wheatley versus Yates. Down in Austin, you had Austin. Anderson and San Antonio Wheatley. Yeah, these things that we put on major pack. And uh, the Cowboys and our NFL got that from school, high schools in Texas playing on Thanksgiving. Black schools, they got everything from us. Yeah. I look at the parades, I look at the bands, and I look at all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And see, we had black teachers. Our black teachers were geniuses. Oh, yes. Your butt couldn't go to the next grade if you flunked the first grade. If you didn't know your timetables in the third grade, if you couldn't say them all the way to the 12th, your butt wasn't going to the fourth grade. (laughs) (laughs) You could say that for Mr. Bowles. But see, what was so hurting about that, though, Meatball? Everybody in the school got the cards and it said on their card whether you retained or passed on. And everybody was showing their cards and the people who got retained, boy, they were, ooh, that, that, that had to hurt. They don't retain students no more. Yeah. They just passed Yeah. But it's not like that now. But I'm, I'm completely out of time. I, I'm up against a break. Thank you. 972-647-1893, the way to get me. And we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. All right, we're back for our last segment. And you can reach me at 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we have yeah. We have uh, David on uh, line uh, two. All right. Good morning, David. Hello, David? Is he there? Yeah. I can David, hear someone. I hear somebody. Yeah. Fumbling or something. David. Ah, okay. Come on. We don't have, we don't have time to waste like that. Uh, bring me up another. Okay, so we have a uh, Supreme uh, on the line uh, one. Alrighty. Good morning, Supreme. Good morning, Mr. Burnett. You haven't burned that piece. How are you doing? Fine. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. I just want to say since it's the 4th of July. Uh, the 4th of July. You said you lie or you lie? You lie. You lie? <laughs> Lie. July, lie. you lie. Uh, they lie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. It's a speech that every black person should listen to, man, woman, and child. That's right. By sure Frederick is. Douglass. Frederick Douglass' speech on the 4th of July. Oh, Lord. That is one of the greatest speeches I've ever heard. Yes. If you don't read, go to YouTube and listen to it. If you read, read it. That's all I have to say. They, they can pull it up on their phone. It's right there. Yeah, I love it, man. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Peace. Y'all have a great day. All right. Thank you. Excellent line, 972-647-1893. All righty. Uh, he's on the phone. He's tied down with the phone lines. Somebody got him smiling on the phone over there. And all of our lines are filled. But things are getting better. Okay. Uh, our Starbucks is arriving. That's what he's smiling about. Good morning, Bunny. Good morning, sir. <laughs> All right. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, who do we have online? So we we have uh, uh, Supreme. And, uh, no, we we have uh, Clifford. Clifford. On line two. Clifford. Yes. Line two. Yes. Clifford. Line one is on. Okay. Good morning. Uh, Clifford. Uh, good morning, Reverend uh, Barnett. This is Clifford. That's I started to say Clifford. I keep you that. I started to say Clifford. Uh, I, I went along with that this time. And I, uh, all right. All right. What do you like to say, Clifford? Well, uh, I'd just like to say that we live in a capitalistic society, and even our churches are uh, money driven. Not all of them, but the majority. So if we could get a hold of our economy, if we stop buying the cars, getting our hair done, uh, uh, going to and, and, and getting involved economically in this country, only on, on things that we need, I bet you there'd be a difference. I oh, know yes. there if, if we if we protest just by stop just like they had the bus remember the um, sanitation workers when they um, they started walking I think I was in Birmingham, they started walking and they didn't take the bus. Yes. And that's how things change. If we just can pull back from the materialism in this country, because it's driven by that now. Mm-hmm. If we could pull back in that for a couple of years, this country would, would, would really listen to us and make a change. Well, I tell you what. Back. If we stop spending money like we spend for one yes. week, America would be on its knees. We're the cash economy yeah. for America. It's black folks. Yeah. We spend yeah. cash. We spend money like I don't know what, but the only thing, like you said, we're buying cars. Yes, we do. But mm-hmm. let me remind them, uh, white America is buying AR-15s and stuff for them and their children. All they are. Yes, sir. Go to the gun range and see who you yes, see sir. out there at the gun range shooting. Yes. Rascals, yes. little rascals, seven, eight years old, shooting those AR-15s like they, you know, like they uh, stopper guns or BB guns. Yes. Muhammad, uh, Elijah Muhammad already said all of that. We've been through all of that. But mm-hmm. nobody here, it's, it's really governing yourself. Yeah. Because a lot of materialism out here, we can pull back on and teach our children not to be so materialistic. But we're so caught up in materialism that they can do anything to us. Just so we can go get our hair done, get our nails done, get the boots we want, you know, and we have to kind of get a grip on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole market will change, like you said. Thank you very much, Reverend uh, Barnett. All right, thank you. Thank you very much. 
That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, Virginia on line uh, three. Virginia? Yes. A woman? Yeah. You sure? Yes. All right. Uh, good morning, Virginia. Hey, Reverend Boyd, how are you doing? I'm glad you want. I didn't want to call a man, Virginia, but okay. Let's see. Go right ahead. Okay. I was probably should have mentioned Cassidy Hunt. Hmm? Could you and say the, that again? the trial this week. The trial, the, yes. The January, uh-huh. January 6th trial. Oh, yes. Oh, Lord have mercy. Well, uh, you think they're going to... Indict your president, your former president? We will see. We hope they do. They have enough evidence, but I don't think they're brave enough to do it. We'll see what comes up. That's all I have for today. I'll be blessed. Well, do you think, uh, Virginia, that this could have an effect on this mid- midterm election coming up in November? Yes, I do. Everybody should really be concerned, you know, because we came very close to having a, a whole government overthrown by Trump and his great people. People don't realize how dangerous it was. And we could, you know, they talk about just losing um, just the Civil Rights Act, uh, just having their voting rights act. But it could be a whole lot worse, a whole lot worse if that had happened. Well, be a whole different America. Well, what do you think would happen had they been successful? And overthrowing America. Well, Trump, so Trump it would have taken over. It would have been back, back to where we back, back in the 18, what, before the 1800s. <laughs> That's what they were trying to drive us back to. But we're not going back there. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we, we don't. I don't know. But uh, do you think the people are really awake as much as they should be on, on how dangerous January 6th was? No, they're not even taking it serious. The person that's that time at not voting, he doesn't really see what's going to happen. Just keep, uh, keep not voting. And then, but it's too late. Then you say, oh, well, I should have voted. Then it's going to be too late. You better do something now. Now was the time. It's not the national government. It's your state and local government that makes the decision for you. That's right. And if you don't like what's going on, it's your fault. That is so true. That is so true. Mm-hmm. I thank you. Thank you for your call and comment. You. Uh-huh. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, James uh, from uh, Palestine on uh, line four. James from Palestine? Yes. All right, okay. All right. Good morning, James. Yes, sir. Good morning, Reverend How things down in Palestine? Uh, thank you so much. Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah, how things in Palestine? Yes, sir. Going pretty good. Mr. Wynn and I chat, and we're still involved. Mr. Wynn a little more involved with city government than I am. I've got to get back involved, but we have some help down here. Things are going fairly well. We're getting ready for a great family reunion from over in Louisville, uh, from the Williams family over that way. I, they'll be here in our city. We're going to appreciate them today at the family reunion, my wife. Oh, uh, you coming through Dallas today, huh? 
Uh, no, they're going to be coming to Palestine today, so we're going to want them to come to Palestine. Oh, they're going to be the one by the Lewis Beer Texas. We appreciate them coming down and sharing their love with the family. But in saying that, he's uh, one of your faithful listeners from over that way, my cousin DeClure. They, uh, we're going to be bereaving the family after a little while, his brother, my first cousin. But in saying all I said, Reverend Bonnet, we appreciate your sacrifices. And Mr. Wynn, like we say, stand ready to stand with you and Reverend Wright, the money and the rest. But as far as um, the young lady over in forward, that's a human being, like you say. And where are the pastors, the judges, decent Ooh, white man. folk, black folk, brown folks, or whoever? Ooh. This is a human being that was done like that. And they gonna just—if he was a dog or something—they'd be having all kind of meat, fun, goat oh, meat, well, they, and all of that. They—they they would have been had his trial if it was a dog he shot. Yes, sir. Yeah. If that woman had shot him, she'd have probably been crucified or uh, lynched. That's they, you know, they, they would have given her the needle by now. Yeah, and on that Emmett Till, to go with what you're saying about uh, the lady over there in Forward, they said that Emmett Till, the brother in that jury, didn't want to give that warrant out. That woman had a couple of children that they didn't want to put in jail so her children wouldn't suffer. Well, God, my, believe me, how many women, black women and children in Florida have suffered innocently and died innocently and mm -hmm. then he gonna protect her tomorrow she had some children he didn't want her to be in jail or whatever my goodness well, anyway moving past they say she, she what she's 80 80 is she 80, 80 years old guess what right now they ought to throw her in jail right now Justice is supposed to be justice and not no double standard and all that. We black people, y'all better wake up. Brother Bunny, I'm going to say some right thing right quick so I can make room. But when they put that white Jesus, curly hat white Jesus up on our wall, mm -hmm. that's when we went crazy and started hating ourselves even more. Mm -hmm. Jesus looking like a hippie. I don't mean any harm toward anybody because God is a spirit. You can paint Jesus any way you want him, but when they put that no. up there, they were brainwashing us to hate ourselves then. Yeah, but that, that, that color... Is something there to send a subliminal message to us. And yes, it, it did. Does. It did. Inferiority when they showed us that have. picture, where they said, oh, wow. Jesus didn't look like us, which means God don't look like us. And, uh, and they, see, once you don't know who you are, anybody can define you by telling you who you are. They, and they're going to come up with the worst picture that they can come up with of you. <laughs> and make you believe yes, that's you. Yes, and this, this is what is happening in our society. People yes, laugh hey. about it and don't take it serious, but it's the truth. Yes, sir. Everybody, let me make room. The other thing is, Daniel in the Bible boycotted, and I mentioned this before, if black people, LeBron James, and that quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, Zach, them or whatever they name, if those guys put that ball down and walk off that field and join the rest of us preachers and church folk, and we said, listen, we're going to sit down and we're going to stand up or do something, we're not doing nothing else, black folk walk off them jobs and things, brown folks and everybody else, they're decent and a human being, you stop all this mess out here, like E-Money and the rest of be saying, Reverend Wright, that's what we need to do because the government is Isaiah 9-6. It is not we the people out here. Because it scripture in the in the Constitution it says whenever any form of government become a certain way, we the people need to change it. Where are we the people? Well. Waiting on pastor appreciation and church anniversary and some funeral where we can all gather up fold a few hands and sing a few sad songs and go about our business. Brother, I appreciate y'all way. God bless and keep you in. I like Mr. I say all the time, Mr. Wynn and I stand ready to be at your side at any moment. We appreciate all you do. Thank all you. right. Thank you. Yes, I'll sir. be calling on you.
Yes, sir. All righty. Thank you. And clear the line, 972-647-1893. Yeah. Okay. We, our lines are full. He's answering one more call. It's, we try to clear the lines and within the last six minutes or five minutes. Yes. All righty. He's got... Yeah, please. I tell you, sure. bring me one. Bring me one on the air, and that's get as many on the air as we possibly can. Okay, give me your name. All righty. Okay. All right. Who do we have, Pierre? Okay. So we have uh, Gary on the line uh, three. Gary. Yeah, Gary. All right. Good morning, Gary. How you doing, sir? I was just saying, uh, could you just bring up a little bit about the people that got overturned in Florida and got their land back there? Yes. On the Florida front. Uh, you know anything about that? Well, which case are you talking about? Well, it just got overturned where they had a group of black people to own the land in Florida, the river, I mean, the, the Florida front there, and uh, now they just overturned all the was land. This, was, what was this, about 125 years ago? Yes, but now they just now overturned and giving their land back to their youngest kids and everything. Uh, are the children, are they, well, these would be great, great-grandchildren or more. Uh, are right. they getting that money and that land back? I hadn't heard that. Yes, they just had that on the news the other day, and they get that land back. Well, they uh, should. They even they, they made a movie about that. Yeah, something like it's a lifeguard station on there, and they had like $25,000 a month for rent or something like that. I didn't quite get the whole story, but I just didn't know if you heard anything about it. And just, uh, No, I hadn't heard anything about that. But okay. if I get a hold to it, I shall have it for you. If I have it, I mean, I was just gracious for them to get that back after all that because it was more than that. One black family had fans and stuff there in that part of the the ocean there on the the, the ocean front. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it was prime real estate. Now, oh my goodness, right. it's right. prime prime right. real estate. Uh well, see, we got so many problems similar to that in Texas and. Every next Saturday, he'll be on. Uh, mm -hmm. um, Malcolm Robinson, he's one of the finest uh, attorneys there he is anywhere on getting <laughs> property back and stuff like that. He's one of the finest anywhere. Oh, I'd leave yeah. that to start. We're getting somewhere. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh-huh. All right, nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have? Uh, yeah, we have a team. Uh, he's on the line two. Tim. Tim. Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Tim. What the guy has said about the Jesus. You know, a lot of people look at this uh, white Jesus, and all the time he's gonna have long hair, right? Yeah, this long hair. And in the Bible, it says that it's a shame for a man to have long hair. So what the, what, what what these pictures represent is faith. You know what I'm saying? Because the fallen angels, we already know they were white. Who? So what you say? Yeah, the fallen angels were white. The fallen you know angels were and white. Yes. <laughs> so you think uh, 
Satan. Well, the, the picture Satan. that they're showing us is a representative of Satan. Yeah, I know. I, that's why I brought up Satan because of fallen angels. Are you a white man? Uh, what's that? Are you a white man? No, no. Oh, I thought you was a white I man know, was going to admit the truth on that. I I was amazed. All right, go right ahead. Uh, yeah, 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 the white man, this is what, this is what I feel about it. The white, white people are going to represent certain things that we subliminally, like he said, and show you certain things that represent them, which, mm-hmm. which is Satan. Mm-hmm. Because Satan is the ruler of this, this form of thing, this government. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what black people got to realize is that when you read the Bible and it's represented by white people, a lot of things they're showing you is the opposite of the way it really is. And you are so correct on that because they tell you that story about Ham, but right. I, all I do is ask people to read. Second right. Kings 527. Well, the you thing about... I know, I know who they were the Canaanites, but... You know, a lot of them, you, you but, have a lot of mutations in the Bible, and yeah. these white mutations are the ones that's trying to take over. Yeah, that's right. But I'm completely out of time, and got to get in again, got to run those who are hanging on the lines, try to catch me next all right, week. All right, thank you. Come on, next is the workers' beat. Now, this is a show. This is a show not for lazy folks, so y'all come out. Now go to work. Bye-bye. Yeah.